We're underway. 40 laps, 5,000 to win here tonight. Bertrand Bank Super Late Models presented by Black Diamond Race Cars. And Marler goes to the inside of Alberson, who almost looped it around. Alberson gets his feet back under him, and Alberson will take him off into three and four. Slider off into one and two. He's going to move up the racetrack. We leave a lane. No, but Alberson turns back down the hill, and Garrett Alberson back to the lead. He does. Tyler going to try to cross him back over. Alberson instead going to take the Whoa. line away from him. Alberson washes way up the racetrack. Here comes Mike Marler. Here comes Rusty Schlank. And another slider from Tyler Herb up the speedway. Alberson says, you know what? I'll turn down the racetrack. Here comes Marler. He may get both of them. Three cars going after the lead. Good race up front for the lead in this one. Garrett Alberson, Tyler Herb, and Mike Whoa. Marler. Three wide off corner number four. New. Mike Marler to the lead. No, Tyler Herb on the score go on the wow. scorecard goes to the lead barely, but here comes Turbo back on him. And now the 58 car. Oh, oh does stay green. Come on, guys. Survey says, yes, sir, there will. Marler slides up the racetrack. Alberson turns back down at side by side for the lead down the back straightaway. And they're closing in on the back of the field as well. Tyler Herb right there with them. We've got one hell of a race here at Votto Speedway Park. Garrett Alberson back out front on the 58. Oh, hang on to a turn, Garrett. Turn, Garrett. Turn, Garrett. Garrett turns, but here comes Shepard, and he's thinking about $300,000. Turbo's thinking about slider engaged through turns one and two. Bill and Turbo clears him, but we'll see if Alberson's able to get back by him down the back straightaway. Oh, he blocks it. Back up to third. Here comes Jake Tim up to yeah. Alberson on the inside, and Alberson's going to get him back. And a how about oh. that? Wow. Well, he gets over the cushion oh. down there. Sheppy pushes a little bit. Here comes Shepard to the outside as they race back to two to go. Slide job right here. This could be the race. Off into one and two. Brandon Shepard is going to clear him. Alberson going to try to drive back under him down the back straightaway. Tyler Erb is right there as well. Three cars racing for the win at Bottom Speedway Park as they come around to the white flag. White flag in there at the line. Who's your leader? It's Shepard. Final time off into one and two. Through turns one and two. Brandon Shepard is able to pull ahead. Alberson slips back to third. Turbo. Turbo going to throw a haymaker in three and four for the final time. Checkered flag is out. Shepard crosses him over. Brandon Shepard wins. Tyler Irvin oh. second, Garrett Alberson in third. Man, Votto was good. Not that I've forgotten, Derek, but God, Votto was good. This is your video cast for Tuesday, January 3rd. Welcome to 2023 and welcome officially to the first week of the new race season. I am Michael Rigsby inside our Flow Racing Studios alongside Derek Kessinger and our great producer Kane Runyon. Swav, you know me and you know you've been working with me how long now? 10 years? This is year 13 what? or year 12. Year 12. I think. Hey, look at this. 2011. Yeah, year 12. Here, the gray and the beard here. You know one thing that I hate is when guys and, and, and ladies and whoever it is that are on TV always say the same thing in the same spot, right? You turn the TV on, they're kind of saying the same thing over and over again. They never really have an original thought. But having said all that, I think I'm about to break my own rule when I say this for likely the 700th time in the history of me being on air at Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing. How the hell is the season starting already? How, how is it possible? It feels like literally just yesterday... I was on my way to Eldora for the Eldora Million, which is six or seven months ago back in June. I know I say it every year. I try to break the habit and not do it every year. But every single year, I'm just flabbergasted by the fact that the season feels like it comes so fast. Derek Kessinger, after 13 years, how am I still saying the same thing in January? Because this season that begins in about 96 hours with the Wild West shootout has completely snuck up on me again. Was 700 uh, actual facts that you looked it up? Or <laughs> 686. It was just made up? 686. Right. I don't know. I thought it would be more, but I, I'll, we'll get you 700. Well, time is a flat circle, Rigsby. Uh, we race in circles. Uh, racing used to be done at World Finals when I first started, yeah. so you had 60 days between this event. But that now we race at Gateway, so now it's only 30, and then the time you get done with PRI, it's only 20, 25 days. It, Look at it, that. I figured it out. You did basically solve <laughs> it. And again, it seems so cliche and so obvious for Derek and I to sit in front of you on another video cast and go, boy, we're racing a lot. Boy, racing is 12 months. Boy, racing is year-round. But Derek, I think it's, like you said, when I was a kid, it was Dirt Track World Championship. When you began here, it was World Finals, which was the first weekend of November, which left, and the Wild West Shootout didn't start till like January 15th or 16th, because Speed Weeks didn't start till February 10th. Well, Speed Week starts January 1st, pretty right. much. So. <laughs> you had 65 days in there. You throw in the Tulsa Shootout, which guys like Ricky Thornton are racing. PRI has become a week-long thing and now. And I really do think that 
everybody's like cross sections now in That's the genres right. of racing. So you're paying attention to everything. Like you said, Ricky Thornton was at, you know, the Tulsa, Tulsa shootout. shootout. So you're paying attention to that and it just keeps going and going. And you, and thanks to, you know, platforms like dirt vision, sprint car fans or late model fans. And of course, thanks to platforms like flow racing, all these people are paying Great attention plug to everything. I have plugged our friends at dirt vision too. <laughs> Brian Dunlap shout out. Uh, it, like you said, it all just sort of melds together now. And yes, there is no off season. That's obvious. We've been saying that for a long time, but it's basically Christmas and new year's week. And by the way, Christmas and New Year's on a Sunday, never a fan of that, right? I feel like it's just another weekend almost. Although most people observe Monday as the holiday, so uh, you have to have that off. I know you weren't. You were grinding away. Of like course. Always. always. Of course. As we uh, said, the 2023 Dirt Late Model season officially kicks off this week, not only with the Wild West Shootout, which we will talk a ton about in the next hour, but the Ice Bowl as well, of course, the annual Southern season kickoff down there at the Hornet's Nest of Talladega Short Track. That's this coming weekend as well. Derek, most importantly, remember, not only the Wild West Shootout, but also the Ice Bowl can be seen right here exclusively on Flow Racing, all six nights of racing from Vado in New Mexico, one of the five best facilities in the country. It's period. pretty nice. Pretty, is, pretty sporty. It is not just pretty nice. <laughs> Royal Jones has built a masterpiece down That's there awesome. uh, in the desert in New Mexico. It's absolutely beautiful. The weather looks amazing. We'll talk about that. And Talladega Short Track, of course, working with our friends at TalladegaShortTrack.tv. Mitchell Jenkins, our old buddy, and Adam Stewart, those guys there at TST. You can watch every single lap of the Ice Bowl and the Wild West Shootout, the two biggest races in America literally this weekend uh, right here on Flow Racing Suave. Uh, Going to be exciting. Let's talk about the Wild West Shootout first. Back at FK Rodin's Vado Speedway Park in Vado, New Mexico, the second straight year there. A few things that stood out to me. First, just... I'm kind of amazed because this is the 17th Wild West shootout. I think I've been to 15 of them. I'm just amazed at how big of a thing this has become. Uh, no matter where I go, people ask me about it. People talk about it. This has become, obviously, Speed Weeks has shifted back into January now. But to me, the Wild West shootout in late model racing particularly, it is, Derek, the January event, in my opinion. And I, I, I'm kind of amazed at the sticking and staying power of this thing and how it continues to grow. Well, it's also, it was like majestic when we first started going all the way out to Arizona. Yeah. You like Billy Moyer, like duking it out with like the locals. Like it was always yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't many national guys RC coming Whitwell, in. Well, right. Yeah. And then we went to, you know, started getting this thing bigger and bigger. We bigger. We had the bonus, I think in 2015 yep. or 16, JD came out there after his big year in, uh, you know, that Which seems like career. a small year now. <laughs> yeah, very small year. And like Don O'Neill won three, and that kind of got it some steam. Then we had to go to Phoenix. That got some steam because we had the big time, uh, you know, million dollars. And Bobby Pierce was in contention for that. And then Vado, everybody was kind of thinking, how's this going to be at a new racetrack in New Mexico in the winter? And then, I mean, they just had five great nights yeah. of racing, phenomenal racing, including 2022 Race of the Year. You're welcome, Chris Kearns. You finally got a, you know, a championship <laughs> under your belt. And you talked about that perfect segment way to my next thing not only has this become to me and again this is all due respect to the speed i always in my mind speed weeks will always be february right even if gold niles and all tech and bubba are in january they feel like february it's the last weekend me. in january right, it's right. Fine. so it kind of feels like this is the january event and you you dovetailed that perfectly into the racing last year the fairbury track prep crew chad bowman lewis and those guys go down there of course we know how good fairbury is they nail it royals got excellent dirt and i think that racing i've got it here 57 guys, Derek, have pre-entered or made their in indications known that they are going to run an event at Wild West Shootout. Last year on opening night, Derek, 31 cars. I mean, you might as well split into two fields. I mean, <laughs> that's how that, that's, that's what shows, though. People see great yep. racing and how awesome it was, and they're like, we're going to go out there. It looks like a good time. Yeah, and, and not only that, not, not only the, the volume of cars, you go from the 30s to the high 50s, Jonathan Davenport, Kyle Larson, Brandon Shepard, Bobby Pierce, Turbo, Ricky Weiss, many, many more. Derek, you've been you've been to basically all the Wild West shootouts that quote unquote have been big. Is this the best field ever in your eyes? I mean, I didn't think anything was going to top like 2016 when yeah. you had like Boyer cars and JD, but this is damn close. You got a NASCAR icon, I guess you could say, uh, Kyle Larson, <laughs> father of three now. Congrats. Father of three, congrats, Kyle. Congrats, KL. Uh, yeah, and you got Sheppy and Pierce, uh, Marler, and I think. Kearns and the company are very excited because I don't think the bonus is going to get hit this year <laughs> at all. Like I think we're going to have like a different winner each night, and maybe somehow, some way, somebody gets two wins. The one year where Sheppy won four 
was it three or four? I think he won. No, three. him and Shirley won, won three, three, right? Right. Yeah. And so we paid them both. And Sheppy uh, taking his gloves off in victory lane, and he goes, "How pissed is Kurds at me <laughs> right now?" Shepard's got a chance, of course, in those Longhorn race cars. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. Derek, do you have any other Wild West shootout thoughts in general? Go ahead and share. Well, we always say this is like spring training, yep. but I think for training camp for these two drivers, Bobby Pierce and Brandon Shepard, yeah. switching to Longhorns, I think you know Pierce, he's been in his own stuff. He's been in different chassis before when he, you know, went it with Dunn Benson. But Brandon Shepard really hasn't ventured off from Rocket chassis for at least almost a decade. He's leaving XR1s, got some Longhorns. So I think a lot of people are going to be very interested to see how Sheppy and that B5 machine, Riggs Motorsports, how he's going to, you know, handle that situation with, you know, a new brand. And I think it's going to be very important to have some good runs this week. And then also JD, you know, their crew chief, Andy yep. Durham, or no, Jason Durham, Jason the Durham. <laughs> yeah, the other Durham, uh, he's uh, leaving, leave, left the team, so they're going to have a kind of new crew and kind of gel a little bit before they kind of before they go to speed weeks and try to get that Lucas Oil Championship. So those are the two things. It's usually training camp, but for some guys, it's huge to have a big time spring training yep. and try to springboard before we head to speed weeks. Yeah, I'm going to sound like a homer, like I'm shilling for this event, but you can point back. Your Mike Marler won the World of Outlaw Championship. He talks all the time about if we didn't go to Arizona. And, and run good down there, we don't get off to the right start. J.D. would talked about it, running good out west and how much that can propel you. It gives you six races, Derek, against high-level competition with no points emphasis at all where you can shake things down, try different things on the car. And for a guy like J.D. without Jason Durham now, and listen, does Jonathan need anything? Probably not. He's the best but driver in the country. like a race he, night. How's it going to go? That's right. Is it going to run smoothly? We that's don't right. know. Uh, Brian Shirley and Sheppy, when they each won three, both had phenomenal years. Yep. Last year, Marler won the miniseries points. He had a phenomenal year. He had like 59,000 second place, you know, <laughs> top two runs, it seemed like, in the summer there. Yeah, this guy, it's a dress rehearsal, right? It's a dress yep. rehearsal with no points, and obviously the Lucas points is nutso this year, and JD's back on that, so those guys need it. Kate, let's take a look at that driver roster. We keep hyping the guys that are going to be in Vado, New Mexico at Royal Jones's place. Let's take a look at this right now. Tyler Herb, Stormy Scott, of course, native to New Mexico. Brandon Shepard, Kyle Larson, which I know we'll talk more about. Not running the Chili Bowl this year, Derek, for the first time in a long time. will be in a late model, fresh off the birth of his newest child for six nights. Ricky Weiss, Texas's Morgan Bagley, Billy Moyer, of course, still going strong in that 21 car. He has a chance to win one out there. I think so, too. And Derek, Bobby Pierce, like you said, not just not just Sheppy in the Longhorns. Bobby making the switch as well. It'll be interesting to see how the 32 adapts. Yeah, Pierce likes going out west. I think he's been going for like half a decade now or ha yeah more than half a decade it yeah. seems like uh pierce is always a threat did not win last year so it'll be very interesting to see how much he improves even with a new race chassis uh keep it going here king chris simpson returns to the event don shaw longtime supporter jd fresh off the two million dollar season gets things going out west garrett alberson who we will have on this video cast here shortly and talk to the hometown boy who is from las cruces Terry Phillips, longtime staple of the Wild West shootout. Cade Dillard, of course, also out from West. And Mike Marler, Derek, who absolutely loves, made a great connection with Royal Jones last year. I think Royal began sponsoring him because of meeting him at the Wild West shootout. Derek, Kane's got many more on there. You got the regional guys, right? Kyle Beard, Rusty Schlank began that tow from the upper Midwest. I know I sent him a text this morning and said, Jake Tim, is he going? Jake Yeah, Tim. he had a good run last year, that finale. He did. He said, I said to him, be careful on your way, Rusty. It's a long way for a lot of these guys. Tad Pospisil. Um, you know, both Scott brothers, like we talked about, and just, just many, many more. I, I don't know if it tops that 16 field, Derek, but when you have JD fresh off 2 million and Kyle Larson, ooh, it's, it's, it's pretty freaking It's going to be fun and exciting. No doubt about that. And then I don't want Chris Simpson to come up to you guys because the track preps too much on the cushion. Oh, I'm like, get up there, Simpson. Come on, buddy. It's you can do it. You can believe but it. I believe in is, you. But you can run the bottom there and win also. That's you can, the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that, what I'm not saying. Not I'm saying Chris is only going to run the bottom. He could run the top, but. I just remember uh, the other Central Arizona Speedway he got. you know, Arizona he, Speedway. Just Arizona Speedway. Oh, Arizona Speedway. Yeah, yeah. 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 Central Arizona is Casa Grande. Okay. Right? My favorite. So, which so, they're back open as well, too. Yeah. Derek, a few questions before we welcome on Ben Shelton. You ready? I got a few questions I want you I to answer. It. First and foremost, who has the most to oh, prove at the Wild That's pretty easy. Now? Brandon Shepard yeah. uh, separating from Rocket One and Mark Richards. By the way, they'll have plenty to prove themselves, too, <laughs> with Hudson O'Neill come Speed Week's time. But I just think it's Brandon Shepard. He's been good in the B5 car before, but a different you know thing in the stable with the Longhorn. Be very interesting to see. And I think he does have a big time chip on his shoulder because I think a lot of people, he's hearing it from you know through the grapevine that maybe he can't do it on his own. So he's definitely going to be the one to prove 
something in 2023. I would agree with that. You and I both love Sheppy like brothers. They you, say I'm a homer, but it's you, true. You it's and like I the both, biggest storyline of the year. We both love Mark Richards too, right? <laughs> we, we love them both, but I think that's right. I think internally, if you're Brandon Shepard and the Shepard family, there's always going to be a little bit of that. If I went out on my own and left Flow right now and started my own full network, I'd have a chip on my shoulder, right? Is that I'd a wanna, teaser? I said when Flow bought this company, I said one thing I can promise you I'll never do again is start another racing website. Yeah. You'll never have to worry about that. Uh, all right, noted. Uh, next question. Who should be the most optimistic about the Wild West shootout? I think Mike Marler. Ooh, I was okay. going to say JD, but they have the new race team, and I mean, how can you just stop that guy from being great but Mike Mahler had a great success there last year I think he had a very good 2023 in that Longhorn or 2022 excuse me in that Longhorn I think he's very optimistic going into the season and just remember speed weeks at Golden Isles in like 2017 or 18 he told us we'd admit it with him go check it out in dirt on dirt uh video archive he was about ready to hang it up so I think he's like all these positive vibes he's definitely Definitely in a lot better mood here the last two or three years, so I think he's very optimistic going into Nevada. Uh, and Stacy Marler, the whole crew will be out there. They love coming out west. They're always sightseeing. I love that about the Marlers. That's a good one. That's a good one for optimism. Last question before we get to Ben. Who, Derek, should be the most worried about the Wild West? I mean, he's not in a shitbox anymore, so Bobby Pierce, right? <laughs> oh, you know? no. Yes. Boo No. No. Bobby Pierce, just because his whole career virtually, he's been in a chassis with his dad. Um, I know Longhorn chassis are fast, but some guys try to run it like Brian Shirley and I can't remember the other one. Jimmy Owens, they struggled yeah. in in, uh, in Longhorn. So it'll be very interesting to see with his driving style. He's more up on the wo- up on the wood compared to those guys like J.D., Tim McCready, and Brandon Overton. So that'll be very interesting. I don't think he's that worried, but I had to pick somebody. Well, I will say this. For those of you who don't, the, the shitbox reference, I think it was a, a flow racing game yes. in America. Bobby thinks it's funny because he knows, yeah, like, Bob, he knows what it is. I think at some point Bobby was teasing his dad. Hey, if I got out of this shitbox, they were joking. Derek knew about that, said it on the air during a flow racing night in America, and his Twitter lit up because everyone's like, Bob, can you believe? We love the Pierces, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't with him and Bobby. It was through my group text message from guys from Fairbury. One said he drives shit boxes, that he's a wheel man. Okay, okay. So. I, I got it. Yeah, um, not a shit box. I, to add to the most worried is I'm looking over this list of 57 names. One, I think some guys who need to be worried maybe is, and this sounds bad to say, some of those regional guys, you add JD and you add some of these guys to the mix. That's one cool thing about the Wild West shootout. And I'm not saying Jake Tim couldn't win a race or, you know, Terry Phillips, not that Terry's a regional guy, he's a Show Me 100 champion, but those guys, it becomes a little tougher for them, Derek. When you add this level of heat, it becomes a little tougher. I might be a little more worried well, if I was Well, instead of guys. having one or two tough, tough guys in your heat, you might have three or four. Like, just yeah. that's the way the cookie will uh, crumble, so. But the better purse this year, right? Yeah, that's better what? purse for sure. Every race pays 10000 to win minimum, 25000 for the finale. Chris yeah, Kearns added 90000 bucks overall in this purse. Yeah, so. I, that's also a big plus as well. That's why you're going to get those bigger name guys coming out there. I don't know. I I just kind of think it's pretty cool. Kyle Larson skipping the Chili Bowl to come race late models. Late model. I know Tim Truex, loud pedal. He's devastated because he <laughs> loves the Tulsa uh, race. So sorry about you, Tim. He's a late model yeah, guy. We're recording. Kane, you're recording this, right? I just want to make sure we get that for Tim. Okay, just making <laughs> sure. Uh, the man who makes so much happen with the Wild West Shootout, not only helping us run the event as a general manager – And that term's probably doing him a disservice because he does so much more than that, including you will hear him announce every single night starting this Saturday, my good friend, great friend, (laughs) one of my best friends, for that matter, and voice of the Rio Grande Waste Services Wild West Shootout. It is Ben Shelton who joins us now. Ben, you've heard Derek and I talk about this event. Did you hear anything that we were way off about? And in general, man, how do you feel? We're about 96 hours away. Uh, We're getting close, buddy. Well, other than Derek mentioning Central Arizona Speedway, I think we got everything right. I mean, you uh, you guys hit the nail on the head on just about every point. I mean, first and foremost, the facility and the racetrack that Royal Jones has built there is amazing. The racing spoke for, for itself last year. If, if you didn't enjoy that, man, I don't know what to tell you. And really, I think that's what spurred the uptick in car counts, not just of the Super Late models, but the mods and the X mods. I was sitting here waiting, listening to you guys and a couple entries roll in on the My Race Pass uh, pre-entry list for the mods and the X mods. I mean, we're up over 50 in pretty much all three divisions, and that's just who we know are coming. You know, this event varies year to year. In what's soon to be the 17-year history of the event, especially back in the Tucson days, we've had some great fields, but this field 
It may be the best one we've had so far. Last year, we start this event with 31 cars. I went back and looked on opening night. I don't know the exact number we're going to have on opening night this year. I'm betting it's between 45 and 52, 53, if not maybe a little more. One thing I will say about this event, and I think that you would likely agree, this event endures. No matter the location, no matter the track, no matter what's thrown at it, we've had rainouts, believe it or not, that rarely happens in this event. When you think about the Wild West shootout, it always fights back. It oh, People don't even realize through the years some of the background peril that's gone on with leasing facilities and tracks. It's found a great home now in New Mexico. Ben, why is it? Why is this event always fighting back? And why does it always make it? Well, for a little bit, there's a lot of stubborn SOBs on this staff. I'm on it. You're on it. Of course, Chris Kearns, who might be the most stubborn SOB I know. Uh, you, throw Matt, you throw Jason Babiak, Matt Curl, Kelly Carlton. There's just no quit in this group. And again, at the end of the day, this is an event that ebbs and flows, and it's a long way out there for a lot of racers. So while there's some guys that go every year, there's others that can only make the trip every other year, every few years. And, you know, as we roll into this year, it's kind of become the perfect storm, if you will, with a great looking weather forecast and, you know, definitely just a great field of cars. And that's got me excited. Are you feeling pretty confident? I made the bold prediction that it's going to be tough for somebody to win uh, a bonus. And I think we're going to see a, just a plethora of different winners. I really think we're going to go five different winners in six nights. I think if you come out of there with two wins this year, you should be really proud of yourself. This field is tough. And obviously the way the qualifying groups fall and a little bit of luck and things like that. But now as I say that, somebody's definitely going to win all six. We're going to have a Rodney <laughs> Sanders type deal in the mods last year. Somebody's going to win the, at least the last four or something like that. I don't see it though, Derek. I think you're right. I think we're going to have several different winners. One thing it's sort of odd to say, we've all touched on it, but I don't know that we're talking about it enough, how good the racing was last year. Chad Bowman and his Fairbury crew go down there, and they worked with the local, I think Dean is the gentleman's name, and I feel bad if, if I have it wrong. I believe it's Dean. Worked with the local crew at, at Vado, who was great. But Chad and Lewis and those guys go down there, and they nail it. Royal has great dirt on that place. It won Dirt on Dirt's race of the year, which Derek alluded to. I mean, Ben, I don't think we can talk enough about it. The racing at this place, the dirt they've got, the crew we've got, it's really freaking good, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, again, if you watched last year's highlights or you were there and you didn't enjoy it, we got nothing else for you. You're not going to enjoy this year because we're going to have a damn hard time topping last year. We are really trying. But, I mean, we had guys like Brandon Shepard winning a 40-lapper from 10th against really good cars. That just doesn't happen much in our sport these days. And, you know, all the pieces are in place at FK Rod and Vado Speedway Park for great racing. As you said, you got a great surface, you got a great staff, you got a great configuration, and you got a great field of cars. We can only hope this year's racing is near as good as what we saw in 2022. I know when you're making your announcing notes, you've always got fun stuff that you, you know, I, I, these spreadsheets that Ben does for his announcing, he is the best at it in the country, hands down. You always stumble upon fun stuff, Ben. What have you stumbled on some notes here before we wrap things up? All right, buckle up, because I've got a lot here. I'm going to pull a Robert <laughs> Holman. You might have to play me out. Play some I will music. play you out. I will. <laughs> you know, I, first of all, obviously the uptick in entries. Based on the drivers I've talked to, and look, we know how racers are. John Mitchell just told me today he's not coming. He's been coming for eight months. He's not coming today. <laughs> so until the gate opens, we don't know who. But I think we're going to creep on the upper mid to upper 50s on car count. And I think that, you know, we're going to have at least 15 or so states represented, a couple Canadian provinces, so that's really cool. You know, the difference a year can make. Garrett Alverson, he felt like he gave one away early last year, but then he bounced back and he got his first World Wild West shootout win. From there, his season trajectory just kept rising until the end. He comes in with a lot of momentum. And what if I told you the guy that might win too might be Garrett Alverson? Obviously, the Kyle Larson factor is big. He's never raced at this track before. In fact, I think he's only raced in New Mexico like once in his career, and that was a sprint car a decade or so ago. A lot of eyes are going to be on him to see what he can do. And giving Kyle six chances to win in six nine, in nine days at a, the same track, that's going to make things interesting. You know, we come off turbo at the Dome. In my career, I don't think there's been a more emotional win. And he is really inspired this year. Turbo won there last year. I would not be surprised to see him in victory lane. And then this is what you're looking for, Rigsby. This is the kind of things you like. 
I love all the newcomers and the drivers coming for the first time in a long time this year from what I argue is some of the best regional tours in the country, like the Comp Cam Super Dirt Series, Malvern Bank Series, Cash Money Series, the Dirt Track Bank Cash Money Series. You got drivers like Bill Layton Jr., Tad Pospisil, Morgan Bagley, John Kirby, Clay Stuckey, Cole Wells, Chris Hawkins, Dylan McCallum. That is what really put this event on the map over the years. It's cool to see them. And the last couple of things I've got – you, talk, you talked about new chassis for guys like Shepard and Pierce, and even more. The, this marks the official launch of Shepard Riggs Racing. Sheppy came out with two wins last year, and then he kind of cooled down as the series went on. But what can he do in the new chassis? And then last but not least, JD, man, the newly crowned $2 million man. A new crew of sorts. Can he pick up in 2023 where he left off last year? Well, we're going to find out pretty freaking quick. No, you swap. Oh, I'm up? Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right, so I was doing... <laughs> Great job, uh, Benji. I pointed at uh, Derek. You pointed so, at me, and I sorry. said, no, it's you. <laughs> Kovac was looking for a roster. I had to send it to him. But, Ben, I was doing some you know, video research, getting the B-roll ready, and I just couldn't help but laugh that uh, finish between Bobby Pierce, Mike Marler, and Garrett Alberson when they got into each other and you announce uh, Mike Marler is the winner and then all of a sudden you're like, oh crap, wait, it was Garrett Alberson. Just talk about these finishes we have out there in the racing. It is it is a sight to see and I, got, I was on the edge of my seat just watching from home. Well, I'm really anxious because of those finishes. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever missed the guy that won the race, but it <laughs> happened last year. Thankfully, Dustin Jarrett carried because I failed miserably. Uh, yeah, man, it was so freaking good. And I mean, obviously, you open the show with that battle, but that Shepard ends up winning, you know, over Marler and Turbo, and and that was a hell, and Albertson, that was a hell of a race. Um, but they were all good in different ways. You know, the first night I feel like was a learning curve. And then Chad and, and Chad and Lewis got a feel for the track. And after that, it was like, you know, hold my beer and watch this because it was amazing. So, yeah, you know, I think I'm probably most anxious on trying to back that up because not just the late models, but the mods and the X mods had some barn burners last year. Can we replicate that? Man, we're going to really try. Benji, before I got a series of questions, I want to ask you real quick, though. This is the ultimate racing vacation. We talk about it all the time. You've got those off days. Obviously, Vado's a world-class facility. We had really settled into Phoenix and all the tourism stuff you can do around Phoenix, but we did find some hidden gems around that Las Cruces, New Mexico. It's right on the border, for those that don't know. Upper western Texas, right on the border between Texas and New Mexico. Uh, we found some cool stuff in the area to do, and there is a lot of things for folks to do, isn't there, Ben, around that uh, area if they're there for those off days? Uh, the parents of one of my best friends, we were I saw hanging out with them over the holidays, and they travel all over the world, and we were picking their brain about things you've got to do. And I'm not making this up because I'm on here. The third must-see of anywhere they've been in the world, White Sands. Yeah. And Michael, you liked it so much, you went twice last year. <laughs> you, you went with your beautiful wife, Amber. Then you took DJ and I back. It had to be a lot better experience with Amber than it was with us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they mentioned they're like, White Sands is like nothing you've ever seen before. And, and it isn't. I mean, I want to go back this year. Uh, the food's great out there. There's a lot of sightseeing. It's a cool college town there in Las Cruces. Look, it's not Phoenix. I'm not going to pretend like it is. But, man, there's a lot to do. And if you want to drive a little bit, you can go snow skiing. I mean, you got casinos. You got a little bit of everything. You got Top Golf, which, let's be honest, I think 99% of the racers going, all they need is a Top Golf. And they're happy. So they're there every night. Uh, there is some fun stuff to do out there. And I'm looking forward to getting back out there. I've got some over unders for you on a few other questions before we wrap up. Over under Brandon Shepard, Wild West Shootout wins one and a half, over or under? Man, I like a fired-up Sheffy, so Sheffy, get ready. I'm about to motivate you. Uh, I'm going with the under, and I think I think if they get one win, it's going to be successful out there with the new team. So I'm going Ooh. the under with one win for Sheffy. Over under Jonathan Davenport, Wild West shootout wins, 2.5 over under. <laughs> I think you went fat on that one. Let's go ahead and let's get Superman ready to put the cape in the wind. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a new crew we talked about. I don't as far as I know, he's never been out there. So as tough as this field is, definitely going with the under. I think one win for Superman. Over under Bobby Pierce, Wild West shootout wins, 1.5. You know, I'm going to be getting a lot of hate mail after this because, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to go with the under again. And, man, I tell you what, Bobby in a new car, we saw the last time he brought a new car to the desert. He struggled mightily when it was at Arizona Speedway. I'm going with the under, and I wouldn't be surprised if the week ends and Bobby hasn't won one. Over under last one, Kyle Larson top five finishes, 2.5, more or less. Uh, I mean, it's hard because it's Larson, but I think the week's going to start a little slower than he would like. I think it'll ramp up as it goes. I'm going to go with the under. I say two top fives for Kyle Larson, and one of them might be a win. All right, we're done with over-unders. You've pissed everybody off. 
three final questions. Biggest surprise of the week is who? Uh, it, it, it's going to be a surprise, but it shouldn't be. Johnny Scott very well is going to win a feature. Yeah. He had a, some big wins last year. He comes back to what is de facto home track. I think Johnny Scott will go to victory lane. All right. I agree with that, by the way. Best quote of the week. The heavy odds are on turbo. Can anybody else take it from him? Who's got the best quote of the week? You know what? I'm leaving the super late model division to the side. I'm heading over to the mods. Ooh. I think it's going to be Big Daddy Joe Duvall. <laughs> he tends to have some interesting perspective on things, and I don't care if he's talking to Trenton Barry about a heater ace win, a feature win, or a hot lap win. Joe Duvall will say something that's going to make us all laugh. Final question. Best quote-unquote Western driver of the weekend, and I'm not going to allow you to pick the Scots or Garrett. I'm going to go He's got you on this, far, though. Farther he's west. got a good one for you. Oh, Ben has a good one. Yes. All right, Benji. I mean, it's it? pretty easy once you think about it. Okay, well, I had those other guys uh, because, let's be honest, we don't get as many West Coast guys as we used to because late model racing is really struggling on the West Coast. I would have said Garrett Alberson would be the most consistent, but if you're taking all those off the table, he's from Elk Grove, California. It's his West Coast. <laughs> oh, oh, you left him for me. That is, I walked right into that, didn't I? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll end on Ben getting me with fun. Ben, thank you so much. We will see you Thursday in New Mexico. Uh, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you in a few uh, days. Going to step away for a quick commercial break. Back with Garrett Alberson, who, who I should have let him pick after this. Established in 1983, FK Rod has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodends.com to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rod to beat the best, you've got to use the best. If you want to be remembered, you got to do more than just win. You got to get them out of their seats. You got to give them the slide job, cushion pounding, no holds barred racing they paid to see. This is dirt track. That means pushing it to the edge and laying it all on the line. Yeah, you might wreck. So what? We'll help you get back out there so they can watch you try it again and again. Pit Stop USA. Live like legends. Dirt Track Fantasy Racing is here with Dirt Draft. With action from the hottest drivers across all major dirt series, put your knowledge to the test with Dirt Draft. Sign up, draft your team, and redeem points for hundreds of different prizes. And for the first time ever, you can be crowned an official series fantasy champion. You can't play all season if you don't play today. To play, just go to DirtDraft.com or download the Dirt Draft app today. Become a fantasy racing champion. Alberson, Eliana Las Cruces, resides in Dubuque, Iowa. He gets over the cushion oh. down there. Sheppy pushes a little bit. Here comes Shepard to the outside as they race back to two to go. Slide job right here. This could be the race. Off into one and two. Brandon Shepard is going to clear him. Alberson going to try to drive back under him down the back straightaway. Tyler Erb is right there as well. Three cars racing for the win at Vano Speedway Park as they come around to the white flag. White flag in there at the line. Who's your leader? It's Shepard. Final time off into one and two. Through turns one and two, Brandon Shepard is able to pull ahead. Alberson slips back to Here third. Here comes Turbo. Turbo going to throw a it. haymaker in three oh and four boy. for the final time. Checkered flag is out. Shepard crosses him over. Brandon, Brandon Shepard wins. wins. Tyler Urban oh. second. Derek Garrett Alberson had a bird's eye view for that finish. He, he would, as you mentioned, have been going to win a race that week. Uh, the wild. I have to one. give him tips when he gets on the air of what he should have done to Sheppy there. I think he should have <laughs> should have rained up the track so, on him a to little be bit. Clear, and I know Garrett can hear us right now. We're not coming to Garrett yet. You're going to give Garrett Alberson tips on driving a dirt late model, is what you're telling me. I'm going to show. We're going to go over film. They do in every <laughs> other sport. All right. Okay. Well, Garrett, Garrett, prepare yourself for this mentally. Derek's about to give you notes on how to drive your car. Uh, just again, another example of the incredible racing we had at Botto. I hope we can have it again. 
this year. Our very own Todd Turner uh, did give us an interesting look at the Wild West shootout through his eyes. He put this by the numbers uh, miniseries notes full screen together. Derek, how about this? Half of last year's six feature winners were not leading at the halfway mark. Uh, every event winning pass came at lap 12 or later. Given that's pretty way, good. Given the way late model racing went last year, that's really good. Starting position, it's been 20 events since a pole sitter has won a mini-series feature. I don't know many groups of races that can I think it's that. just with like the format and just like yep. the groups and all that. That can definitely happen. That's don't, Do not start with the pole. Okay, Brandon Shepard's victory last year from 10th was the deepest charge since Ricky Weiss' 11th in the 2019 finale. And I believe that's the Bloomquist that year, That is the Bloomquist. The year of the Bloomer. his car on the last Sad. lap and drove his car on the highway. Uh, Western drivers with many series victories. Of course, California's Steve Drake all the way back in 01. Wyoming's Eddie Kirchhoff. I was at that race in Casa Grande. Arizona's R.C. Whitwell. I was there as well. And also Ricky Thor Horton Jr., the new uh, Tulsa shootout standout in New Mexico's Garrett Alberson last year. Bobby Pierce's six victories have come with three wins apiece during two Januaries, 17 and 19. So when he gets hot in this thing, he gets hot usually. Look out. He's kind of like a shooter that likes to get in. Um, he's like a Jamal Crawford in racing. You know, get hot, get hot. up there. Uh, and repeat champs, three of the five miniseries champs uh, since points started, uh, didn't have points in the beginning back in 2015, have two titles, Mike Marler, Jonathan Davenport, and Brandon Shepard. Thanks to Todd Turner for some really good stuff there. People forget, Derek, you know, 01, the first year of this, kind of the Ernie Mincy deal back in the day. This is the 17th official Wild West shootout. This thing's been going on a minute, Derek. Yeah, it's getting up to that uh, 20 years and then eventually 25. It's great to see. I did not know that it started in 2001 just thinking about it just because that was, you know, 21 years ago. Yeah, the Ernie Mincy's uh, early thaw, him and Benji Lyons, uh, those guys back in the day. I, I think it's safe to say that 2022 was a breakout year for uh, by way of Dubuque, Iowa now, but he'll always be a New Mexico driver to me, Garrett Alberson, and, and really kind of forget the numbers, I think, when you look at Garrett. Garrett, to me, this past year, he just had this moments where you're watching a race and you're like, whoa, 58 is fast, or man, Garrett Alberson is in contention with some of the best drivers in the country, and not that we didn't know it before, but the eye test this past year was clearly passed for Garrett for me. And he joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline to talk about the Wild West Shootout and so much more. Garrett, I want to ask you, first of all, am I right about that? I feel like you took another step last year. Do you feel like you took another step last year? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, there's there's just no beating uh, laps on the track, I think. Uh, yeah, you just... You just get to make more decisions in that in that space and in that uh, zone, you know, at that speed and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just hard to hard to beat it. It's hard, Garrett, not to think of you as we show video of last year's event. When I think of the Wild West shootout, um, you know, you're from I know you live in Dubuque now. You're from Las Cruces. It, in essence, this is your home track, your home area. You ran so well last year in the first year we had it at Vado. It's got to be pretty cool for you to have this facility and six nights of racing and Kyle Larson and Jonathan Davenport and Turbo. It's got to be pretty neat to have them come all to the area where you grew up. Is that a neat feeling as I think it would be? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty special. That uh, The track right there is about eight minutes from uh, the house I grew up at. So, you know, you get to race there and then go stay at your parents' house after the race. Yeah, it's pretty unique. Derek, before you go, real quick, I wanted to ask Garrett: Are you are you the tour guide leader, Derek or uh, Garrett, for these guys when they're down there? Last year during the event, did you have anybody over to your parents' house? Or are you taking them to the local watering holes? Is everybody leaning on you for this? Uh, yeah, well, we definitely can. Uh, I think last year we had a party at my parents' house. That was pretty cool. I think we're going to do that again this year. And uh, we know a lot of good Mexican food joints. If anybody wants uh, some good Mexican food joints, we'll go to those too. And uh, I'm thinking about going hiking one of them days at least. There's a lot of good mountains right there close to town, a lot of cool views and things to do there. So, Swap, go ahead. All right, so you kind of mentioned it earlier with Michael on that first question, but just how do you build off the last season's success? You're probably going to have a bigger target on your chest just you know throughout the entire country because people know your name now, especially you know in the National Series when you got Rookie of the Year last year. How do you just keep continuing and building that success because – more people and more eyes will be on you and your race team. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, I think I think the best thing is just keep doing what we've been doing, you know, just do our job the best we can. Um, you know, we've got our, our same crew guys, and, uh, and everyone's pretty pumped up, and we've got a brand-new car we're building uh, right now, actually. 
Uh, I'm down here at Stucky Shop and uh, build a new car and have everything fresh and ready to go again. So, yeah, just do the best you can uh, like we've been doing all year. We try not to put too much pressure on ourselves. You know, with these guys that we race with are just seriously tough. So all you can do is the best you can every night and, and hope that's good enough. Our great writer, Kevin Kovac, used an awesome term when discussing the Wild West shootout. I think this was five, six, seven years ago now. He called it the spring training, and Derek alluded to this earlier. He said, it's the spring training of the sport. It's the perfect spot to go work your equipment out, and I'm kind of reading from Kevin's story, without racing with all the pressure of points and everything that comes along with points and championships and all that. It's more laid back. It really is the spring training of dirt late model racing. I've always sort of liked that phrasing. Um Garrett, do you agree with that, or are or, or us journalists just idiots and way off the mark? <laughs> no, I agree 100%. Yeah, it's it's an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, you don't have the pressure, like you said, to, to perform like 100%. You can experiment a little bit, work on new cars, work on, you know, motor packages, shock packages, whatever you want to do, and uh, and you get a little bit of chance to, to hang out, see some different stuff, and see some different people. Yeah, it's just a a cool environment. I've always loved the Wild West shootout. The whole feel of it is unique. Jonathan Davenport, Kyle Larson, Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, Turbo, Ricky Weiss, guys like yourself, Mike Marler. The field is loaded this year, right? When you hear all of that, what's your first reaction, Garrett? Uh, yeah, I'd say we're gonna we're gonna have some good testing. You know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna, we really stand when we get on track this year, and uh, yeah, that's that's the way it should be. You know, we we signed up to race against the best and. Uh, some nights, you know, it's, some nights it's tough and some nights you're like, geez, why can't these guys just chill out a little bit? But <laughs> that's, uh, that's part of it. You know, that's, that's part of the job. That's what we want to do. This question has nothing to do with the wild west shootout, but one of your good friends, and I think he was in your wedding, Ruben Morales getting the, yeah. you know, the world of outlaws series announcer gig, that whole little area, everybody says Illinois is a late model hotbed, but you got the Scott brothers, you, Ruben, announcing now. Like you guys should get some a little credit more than you know than we get up here in Illinois, I think. And just also, that's pretty cool for Ruben. Yeah, I'm really excited for Ruben. It's really cool to uh, get to see him start from scratch. You know, announcing when he was, I think he was about 12 or something like that, and just growing, you know, from awkward little kid to now he's killing it. You know, he's doing a good job, and uh, yeah, just super proud of him. Just super proud of. There's a lot of people that have done really good from from that area right there. It's just really cool to see it all take place. I gotta be honest, I I like Las Cruces a lot. I like the, it's the hot bed of the West. I like Las Cruces. I had such a good time there last year. I really enjoy the area. And Garrett, it, last couple of questions, it's perfect. You know, there be a lot of people listening to this, and believe me, we're hoping our crowds are bigger than they were last year, right? Our crowds weren't great. Uh, sponsorship allows this event to happen. Rio Grande, Jeff Hoker, those guys, especially Larry with Rio Grande, just cannot say enough about the sponsorship that we get on this event to allow it to happen. But a lot of people are going to be listening to this who've never come to your area. Uh, we mentioned White Sands. you got to go to White Sands. Give, give some other plugs for things around that area, Garrett, for people to do, because I know you know it better than anybody else. And don't say Juarez, because that's what Turbo thinks he wants to do. He's going to go down no, there at no, some that point. that's not a good idea for Turbo. <laughs> that is not a good idea for Turbo. Yep. Juarez used to be a, a pretty good place, uh, especially when we were, well, I didn't partake much, but in high school, it was kind of the place to go party because uh, was, there was no age deal there. <laughs> uh, no, it, well, it is a little different now. But now, the, uh, like you said, White Sands is really cool. It's a very unique uh, national park. And then uh, up in Rio Doso, it's only about, I think, two and a half, three hours from Cruces. They got good snow skiing there. Um, let's see. Carlsbad Caverns, I think it's about three, yep. three and a half hours. Uh, it's got... Uh, some of the biggest cavern systems in the world. Really cool to see. And then there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Messia, which is like kind of old school downtown. Love Messia. Yeah. Really cool. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good food. A lot of good Mexican food joints. Top Mexican restaurant. Before we go, what is it? Where do people got to go? Uh, probably the coolest one is La Posta down in Messia. La Posta is really cool. It's got like a old school like Mexican atmosphere. Um, that one, Si Senor is uh kind of in the middle of town that one's really good also carrots all over it okay garrett i asked ben some questions i asked derek some questions you get them now all right here we go garrett alberson most wins of the week who wins the most races this week man that's tough marlo looked really good last year but davenport he's just out all the time so uh davenport's probably gonna be the easiest pick 
you know, hopefully we can get in there with him, but Davenport looks really good. Who will have the most top fives? Also, JD, you think he's going to win the most? JD, most top fives also? Uh, JD or Marler? I'd say that Marler, he's pretty consistent. He's uh, he's a scrappy. You know does, I mean? <laughs> does Kyle Larson win a race? Yes or no? Yeah, I'd say so. That uh, that car and his style seem to, to fit a cushion pretty good, and that place usually has a pretty good top line, so he'll get in there for sure. Biggest controversy of the week. Who's involved in it, Garrett? <laughs> well, yeah, unless it's for a win, that'd be that'd be all right. But uh, <laughs> Pierce always seems to get involved in these somehow. Yeah, it's not a, not a not a bad guess. Um, who will surprise the most? Who will be the biggest surprise when this six race series is over? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I'm hoping. Shoot, hopefully it's us. Uh, yeah, we got a couple good black diamond cars, Cade and Kyle Beard going down there. Hopefully those guys have some really good runs and can show out good for black diamond. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> hopefully us. We'll just say that. Last question. Will Garrett Alberson win a late model feature this week? Man, I sure hope so. Um, yeah, I feel like we're going to it pretty strong. Uh, I'm really excited about this car that we're building. You know, hopefully that's a, hopefully that's a good deal. Um, yeah, I'd say we got a, as good a shot as anybody right now. We run good there in the past, and I love the place. So We appreciate it, Garrett. Thanks so much, LaPosta. We're going to check it out. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you this weekend, okay? Yep, thank you, guys. So while we're going to take another break, back with Kevin Kovac, Packers-Lions discussion. Oh, some, baby. And some ice bowl Let's thoughts go. as well after the break. We'll be back. shirts struggling with who to call look no further impact race gears team of top-notch artists at next level printing make it easy to see that impact race gear has the right combination for simply awesome race shirts we provide shirts and merchandise for the entire motorsports industry from late models to sprint cars to modifieds dirt or asphalt just take a look at the top drivers and teams that trust impact and it doesn't take long to understand why impact race gear is the easy choice be sure that your fans sponsors and supporters get the products they deserve when you need the best it's got to be impact race gear give us a call 877-743-8337 or visit impactracegear.com to get started on your simply awesome race shirts As Page works down the back straightaway for the next to last time, uh, brings that machine off, turn number four to the white flag, one lap to settle it. Michael Page works down the back straightaway for the final time and off of turn number four, make it six straight ice bowl wins for Douglasville, Georgia's Michael Page. A Christian Hanger will be second. Suave, we thought that was six straight ice bowl wins for Michael Page last year. It was not. Uh, he actually ended up getting disqualified after the event. Um, it was deemed that he had illegal tires on. And get into the get into all that. I'm not going to. I'm just going to say he was not awarded the win. Uh, Michael Page would have won his sixth ice bowl in a row, which is pretty incredible. Derek, you're a Packers fan, so when I say ice bowl, you definitely think of the game against the Cowboys, right? You don't think of the race in Alabama in January to start oh, the season. Oh, I mean, I used to, but now since I'm a big racing guy for the last 13 years, no, it's always Packers. Uh, <laughs> Packers, Cowboys, one yard run by uh, Bart Starr there towards the end of the game to clinch a championship, another championship for Titletown USA. <clears throat> okay. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about the Packers Lions game with Kevin Kovac here in a second. 
you're a Midwestern guy. And, 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 you know, I always knew about the Ice Bowl, but it was definitely that event when I started work, started, started working at Dirt on Dirt. When I started Dirt on Dirt with Amber, uh, it was to me, it was January. It's Alabama. It's red clay. It's muddy. Back then, there was not much other January racing, and the Ice Bowl was before the Wild West shootout, so you could do them both. They weren't at the same time. But what, what are your just overall general sort of Midwestern guy Ice Bowl knowledge and thoughts over the years, other than the fact that Michael Page whips everyone's ass. He dominates. <laughs> he dominates that. That's for damn sure. Um, also, it's always rain during the day because it's so cold. So that's like the one thing you don't see much in our sport is day racing, unless it you know it gets canceled. But I mean, Ronnie Johnson's won it. Uh, Shane Clayton's won it. So a lot of Ray, oh, Ray Cook. Cook. So a lot of guys have won it. But Michael Page is the main to beat. I don't know. Just kind of like. It always just looks cold because it's always cloudy and gray, gray during the day. I mean, it might not be. It might be in the 60s or 70s sometimes, but just seems like it's cold. But all in all, it's uh, it's uh, Michael Page's race to lose, which he did last year when he got DQ with the, you know, didn't pass tire inspection. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. I'm going to make a point. And I apologize. I've had a cough since Thanksgiving, so if you've heard me cough, I apologize tonight. I'm going to look the Talladega weather up this weekend, would you, real quick, Derek? Look at Talladega, Alabama weather. Because you go back, this race started in 1991, by the way. Ronnie Johnson, Dale McDowell in 94, Kenny Merchant, the Ruston, Louisiana driver. Is it on Saturday? Uh, yeah, Saturday. I think Saturday and Sunday. 65. Woo! Sunny on Saturday. 62 chance of rain on Sunday. Adam, though. Adam's got to be thrilled, the new owner-promoter of Talladega with 60. 50% chance. Mitchell we got Jenkins it. and the boys. So I continue to look at my, my list here. Uh, you know, Like you said, Clanton's won it a couple times. Ray Cook, Bobby Mays, the first one I covered in 2008 from Harrison, Tennessee. But from 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, Michael Page won five in a row, and Christian Hanger was awarded the win last year from Winchester, Tennessee. Uh, Derek, 30 late models there last year. It's a, listen, Talladega's can be very good, right? They've got that big $50,000 to win World of Outlaws race for Steve Francis's bunch coming up this year. And listen, the Ice Bowl can be cold. It can be during the day. Sometimes the racing's not perfect. But to me, it's it's entrenched in late model racing right now. Oh, right? I it's, mean, it's a piece of our DNA. Alabama is just a great history of short track racing. What is the NASCAR guys, the Alabama gang. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of good you know drivers have come from that area. So, but it's also in January, so somebody can win $6,000 and all eyes will be watching them that weekend because the only thing else going on is the Wild West shootout. So they're definitely, definitely going to get, you know, just uh, views and people, you know, seeing them get that big time win in January. My favorite Wild West shootout random winner, 2000, Derek, the year I graduated high school, 2000, Terry English of Benton, Kentucky wins the Ice Bowl. I remember it's probably in the scrapbook over there, actually. You're probably with your glasses on going, yay, let's go team. Uh, all right. Our first Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section of 2023 is here, which we love. Kevin Kovac joins us now. Kevin, welcome to the show. First off, buddy, how was holidays? Uh, how was New Year's? How was Christmas? I think I saw you were traveling a good little bit. Oh, that's not? all he does. I know. He is on vacation a lot. He is on vacation a lot. <sighs> Wasn't traveling that far. We went to New Jersey, my mom's house, and then uh, and then one day we went over to New York City. It's not far. It's only forty five minutes from her house, so uh, we went in there for a night and uh, went to a couple bars and walked around, saw the Christmas tree, that kind of stuff. Didn't see any racing dirt late model T shirts though in New York City. I was looking. what I always look, but I didn't see any. I can't believe. What about a big block shirt? Was anybody wearing a Stuart Friesen shirt in Rockefeller yeah. Center or no? <laughs> Well, I get it. it was cold though, so I mean everybody had their longs on their the jackets on. So maybe that, maybe if it would have been summer, I could have seen a racing shirt, but didn't see anything in the winter. Kovac, let's start with Wild West Shootout. Um, I'm just going to get to it. Any notes you've got uh, on the event coming up or the ice bowl? We take. Uh, we got some more off season questions too. Just generally the Wild West Shootout, Kovac. How how you see it and how you eyeball it as we head into maybe the biggest one ever here starting on Saturday. Well, starters, I just look, I look at the list of drivers, you know, uh, potential drivers being out there and I see at least 10 to 12 drivers that I'd be like, man, they could win. They could win a race there. I mean, everyone from, from obviously JD and Brandon Shepard, but Garrett Alberson, you know, Kyle Larson, Bobby Pierce, Tyler, or Brecky Weiss, Mike Marler, Brent, uh, Billy Moyer, Kate Dillard, who's won a $15,000 to win outlaw race in 2021 there. Uh, Johnny and, and, uh, and Stormy Scott. I mean, that's, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of those guys win, but there's only six races. So like there's not enough wins for them all to go around. So that's why I think it's really going to be hard for somebody to win even four races for that $25,000 bonus. I think there'll be a lot of different winners uh, this year, just because of the competition, the right at the top, there. really a, a good 10 to 12 
contenders to win every night. Kevin, what do you make of, you know, we had 31 on opening night last year. It's very possible there's 52 this year. Is it just, hey, the racing was great and they proved they could do it at a new facility, so we got more cars. What, what do you make of that pretty sizable car increase? Uh, it always seems like something like that happens, doesn't it? Like, you know, you see one year like, oh, everybody's not going to go to that race that year. And and then people look at it and it's like, you know, geez, we should have went to that race. There's plenty of there was a there's a good opportunity there. So we got to go next year. And next thing you know, it it, 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 in, it jumps up even more than you would have expected. And I think that's what you might be seeing here. And uh, and again, I mean, she's uh, the car counts were really pretty decent all season long in 2022. I don't see why 2023 is this going to start off in anything different. I think we're even might be even in another little old trend here, an upward trend to see some better car counts. And it could start with uh, with with Vado. Non Wild West shootout stuff. You look at the national tours coming up. I think both rosters <clears throat> are as strong as they've been collectively in a while. You get Madden and Sheppy going to the Outlaws. And let's not sleep on Dennis Herb Jr., please, the defending champion. Who Shane Clayton. Shane Clayton. Shane I think, Clanton, I think Dennis yep. can win another championship. I really do. He's that good. Uh, you got J.D. going back to Lucas Oil. You got the Rocket House car team with Hudson O'Neill staying over there. Devin Moran and the Roger Sellers car will be on Lucas Oil. I sit back and go, all this talk about all the money everywhere else, all this talk about everything. We go into 2023 with these two national tours as strong as they've been in a long time, and I think that is good and important for the sport, for the World of Outlaws and Lucas to be as good as they are. Well, I, I like having the series uh, strong, too. Like like you say, uh, it, I think it's a good thing. I mean, I like having series out there that this is, you know, they, they, it goes on for the long. It's and it's under one umbrella, and you know what you're what you're getting. You can see schedules, and I mean, I I, I wouldn't want a, a, a you know a landscape that was just all these independent races all over the place. I think it's really good to have something, uh, uh, you know, uh, under like a league almost. You know what I'm talking about with uh, with these series, and and it's. I, I you always like again. That's just like I said with the car counts going up for the Wild West Shootout. I think it's the same thing with the, with the series. Like the World of Outlaws, there's people that are going to look at that that didn't run a series in 2022 and be like, man, I should have. There was money I could have won out there, I, and I'm going to go get it this year. And and the series have done a great job of of pumping up the amount of money in it to make the in the incentive program too. I mean, that's one of the big things of a series. You got to have incentives to make people want to go because everybody can't win every race and everybody and it's a lot of traveling. You make it good for them to go and 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 both series have done great job with that. And uh, you know, I mean, Jonathan Davenport and Chris Madden wouldn't be back on the two national tours right off the bat, like announcing they're going to do it right from the start, if it wasn't a lot of money available for him to win. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but it happened like right before the holidays, just Josh Richards announcing his retirement around my age. I mean, at one point he was arguably the best driver in dirt late was, model racing was, for, you yeah. know, three to four years, had a historic career, probably the most national wins out of anybody. If you combine, you know, Lucas oil and the world of outlaws, just how shocking was that to you hearing that? And just how, you know, just good of career when we look back on it, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, it, it was a little shocking, although I, I would say like that it wasn't a, a total shock, I guess, because he had a really, really rough year in 2022. And the last five years probably have been pretty tough for him. Like they weren't up to his usual standards, that really lofty ones, but they weren't up to the standards that he had set. And, and then at the end of the year, when he uh, was splitting up with uh, Boom Briggs, you didn't he he didn't put himself out there and say like, "Hey, I, I'm looking for a ride. I want a ride. I want I'm, I'm going. I want to come back and and get something." He didn't really make any moves to 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 publicize that he was literally looking for something, and there wasn't much out there. Uh, and he didn't he didn't he, he didn't put himself in a position, I guess, to almost want to get a ride. Uh, so I guess you could say that maybe that's a little bit uh, took the surprise a little bit. Maybe he wasn't his heart wasn't 100 percent in it. And I know Josh is a kind of a thoughtful guy and you know, like you've always been like that. And I mean, I wasn't sure, like even a few years ago, I remember talking to him before. He didn't know if he would be racing past 40, especially into the 50s, like some drivers. He didn't know if he wanted to do that. Uh, and, and apparently, you know, that, that, like I said, that heart wasn't in it. And he just decided that he wanted to go try something else. I mean, he's been doing this his entire adult life racing has been everything. 
and, and he wants to try something different and, uh, and you know, saying good luck to him, but we're going to be missing him. Cause I, I mean, I saw, I've seen Josh win more races probably than any late model driver since I've been in full-time late model world. And so that's, it's kind of a weird thing for me to not see Josh Richards, uh, you know, uh, around in the pit areas on the racetrack. Cause I've seen him grow, uh, right from the start when he was a little kid who barely said yes or no <laughs> in an interview. I will uh, I will always be a Josh Richards fan. Best of luck to you know him and his wife Andrea and everybody else. I mean, Josh was there to me. Yeah, people. We were trying to think of comparisons, right? <clears throat> Bo Jackson or whatever it was, right? This 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 Phoenix that was so good. Well, uh, me and Kovac were talking about that. It can't really be like Barry Sanders or Jim Brown because they were like leaving at their peak. These last right. five years, he kind of. You know, plateaued yeah. off, but I don't know if you ever seen a guy that was just so dominant for much, like, you know, yeah, people forget how long years. he's been doing it. He started, what was he, 16 or 17? So he's been doing it for what, almost yeah. 20 years? I mean, the Dirt Track Warriors was like, oh, five, yeah. yeah. Since 2004. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, so he's been doing it for, for 20 years. Uh, Kovac, last thing and maybe the most important. Uh, yes. Thing. Actually, real quick, before I get to this, uh, do you have one ice bowl thought? I don't want the ice bowl to slip through the cracks. Does Michael Page win again, I guess? Do you have any other ice bowl thoughts? Yeah, I mean, how do you bet against him? I think he's going to be really angry because he didn't yeah. get the win. He's not, he doesn't officially have six consecutive wins. So I think any, uh, you know, a, a very motivated uh, Michael Page is going to be even tougher to defeat uh, Talladega short track. So uh, um, I, I'm throwing all my money on Michael Page, I think. Although, maybe, you know, maybe somebody will step up, but I think it's going to be really, really difficult to beat him. All right, now the most important thing of uh, of this video cast. This Time week, is a flat circle, well, isn't it? This weekend, Kevin, um, <laughs> your Detroit Lions will take on Derek's Green Bay Packers, the the once walking corpse Green Bay Packers who are somehow, much to We're you and dismay, yet. still alive mm-hmm. in this playoff chase. <clears throat> I don't like that they put the game Sunday night because the Lions may have nothing to play for if the Seahawks win. However, Kevin... You and I are not allowed as Bears and Lions fans to have great moments against the Packers, right? We're no. just not allowed. Do you feel in your heart that the Detroit Lions can actually beat the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field <sighs> on Sunday night? I, I actually do. I mean, this is the best I've felt about the Lions Woo! in a long time. I mean, they were one in six. They were, they were talking about a corpse. Well, you're they four and eight. And, six. and now they're suddenly eight and eight. I mean, I, I have not had a nine-game stretch of uh, football with the lions like that in uh, quite a few years. Uh, I mean, it's felt good. Some of the wins they've had, I went to that jets game a few weeks ago in New Jersey. They win at the, you know, right at the end of the game when a 50 yard touchdown. So uh, I- I'm feeling good. I think that they got a good mindset going into this game. Oh, boy. Uh, and this isn't the green Bay Packers that have beaten them oh, yeah. so many other times and made them feel so bad. You know, I mean like they had chances to beat Green Bay. You're right. This is a 39-year-old quarterback overthrowing receivers constantly. They're playing well. I mean, that was really good, I guess, against Minnesota, unless Minnesota was well, they really stink. bad. I we guess. know but, that. But, but, All right, but I, I, I don't feel terrible about it. I, I don't even feel bad about it if they uh, are playing with no chance for the playoffs. You know, if Seattle wins, they don't have I mean, they're, they're out of the playoff race, unfortunately, because they lost to Seattle earlier this year. But I still feel like they will be ready to play, and, and they'll, they'll want to take Green Bay down with them, and that would be very satisfying for me either way. I'd love to go to the playoffs, but if we could beat them there in Lambeau, that's a good start for next year because it tells you there might be a new kid on the block right there. Okay. Derek, your response. Derek, Derek, Derek. My response? Uh, 2014, 2016, you guys all had your chances. the same team. That's all you have to say. I know. You had a better quarterback playing. I don't uh, know. Golf's been that. good this year. Well, look at look at the well, Lions well, wins well, this year. Bunch of stiffs. Let me. Hey, I didn't talk during your rampage. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, first off, the boogeyman's still in the NFC North. You're just uh, your boy Aaron Rodgers. Uh, second off, defense is playing great. And third off, Aaron Rodgers has not been swept by a divisional opponent since 2009 when Brett Favre did it. So numbers are saying. Green well, Bay probably has a chance. Everything. That's all there is. 2009, also the last time he threw this many interceptions. 2010. 2010. That's when he won the Super Bowl. Just saying that stars are aligned. And he, I don't know, after the Cowboys game, we're not dead yet. And everybody's just kind of blah, blah, blah. But they, don't get me wrong, they've sucked all year. We've had a lot of things go our way. But to have a chance against the Lions, it had to be the Lions against Kovac. Yeah, had to be. After like, one and he, six starts, it, it's my favorite NFC North know. team behind the Packers. And I, what? Feel, I have a feeling, though, the Rams are going to play out their ass. The Rams are going to win. I actually Seattle. think the Rams are going to win. What's well, the NFL at stage? For the Lions. 
It's staged. <laughs> all right. We can't talk pro football all night. Okay. Um, I, I, thank you. I, I wanted to give each one of you your respective yes. chances to state your case. I am putting a buggy man large bet on Green Bay because, I, Kovac, I just can't. In the world we occupy, we never win these games. Bears oh, or Lions. Hey, we don't, the we don't Lions win them, are very right? good against the spread, though. They've been very good against <laughs> the spread this year. So just remember that, too, if you get a bet on the Packers. All right. Thanks, Kovac. We appreciate it, buddy. probably be a field goal at the buzzer, at the, at the gun. So, you know. <laughs> See you, buddy. See you later. Just you calm down over there. All right. Pack attack. Well, I just, hey, if they play the run defense like they did against Carolina, it's over. Green Bay, dominant. Uh, don't forget a couple of things. Watch the Wild West Shootout live all week long, all six nights, all six nights of action from the Rio Grande Way Services Wild West Shootout uh, can be seen exclusively live right here on Flow Racing. Also this weekend, the Ice Bowl, not to be confused with the Packers-Cowboys uh, game back in the day, can be seen right here on Flow Racing as well. And then coming up the week after, the one, the only, Derek, the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals live exclusively on Flow. Derek, every race now, Every single event, all the way through every lap of the A-Main, as Kane gives his thumbs up, we will have uh, on flow. Super excited about the Chili Bowl. No Larson this year. No Christopher Bell this year. I don't think Sunshine's going to be there. I think there's a chance somebody gets a, somebody new gets a driller this year, which would be really cool. I would absolutely love that. Chili Bowl, every single lap live on flow. And, of course, a big one for us personally here, every single Lucas Oil, Sped late, weeks. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Speed Weeks event from Golden Isles to Bubba to Alltech to East Bay. East Bay, only two years left. Every lap of Lucas Oil right here on Flow Racing. Derek, every night we'll have our Speed Weeks minutes and our race days and our top tens. And the Drive Home returns as well. The Drive Home on Dirt Under its Facebook page every night, beginning with the Sunshine Nationals. The debut of Robert Holman. The World of Outlaws have the Sunshine Nationals, which you can watch on Dirt Vision. That's the week after the Wild West Shootout yep. uh, begins in between. Uh, before things, Derek, final thoughts as we wrap things up, bud? Just think, uh, at one point, we were at East Bay, and we had like five minutes of total video to show. Now we get to go to the Winter Nationals and uh, cover that thing just full-blown. You got live video coverage of Flow Racing and you know content on Flow as well, Dirt on Dirt. It's uh, pretty special because we've been going down there for a long time, and I would say other than you know Bloomington, Illinois, I would say or Florida – is the place I go to the most since I've been starting to work here because you're there for 20 days. That's right. It can be a so long, it's great. I love it. Cannot wait for it. But Wild West Shootout first. It's going to be a dandy of six nights of racing in Vado. I'm excited. For Derek Kessinger, for Kane Runyon, thank you for coming in between the Tulsa Shootout and the Chili Bowl to produce this for us. I am Michael Rigsby. Thank you to Todd Turner for his help. Garrett Alberson, Ben Shelton, and Kevin Kovac for joining us. And I think I speak for all of America when I say... Go Detroit Lions this weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you this weekend from Vado out in New Mexico and the Ice Bowl as well, guys. Thanks. We'll see you soon.